more self-love towards yourself and your health. This is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello and welcome back to today's episode on rejecting the diet mentality and honoring your hunger. So these are the first two principles of intuitive eating. And if you listen to my last podcast episode on intuitive eating, where I shared three tips to help you go from obsessively tracking calories to intuitively eating, um, you will know that I am planning on doing a multi-episode series actually going through each one of the principles of intuitive eating in detail. So today, like I mentioned, we're, I'm going to be discussing the first two principles, rejecting the diet mentality and honoring your hunger. So let's start off with the first principle, rejecting the diet mentality. I know this was a really tough one for me to swallow, and I'm sure it could be for you as well, especially if all you've known was diets. For me personally, um, ever since the age of 13, I was actually in grade school and I always just remember being on some type of diet, whether that was a strict meal plan or I was only eating certain foods, you know, taking certain foods out of my diet, weighing my food. So this first principle felt like, holy crapola, like this is a big step. And I'm sure like many of you are wondering, like, how am I supposed to reject the diet mentality when my mind has been so conditioned to be on a diet, right? But for the first principle of intuitive eating, reject the diet mentality, it shares that we need to eliminate things that are surrounding us that give us this false belief of losing weight quickly. And instead, we need to get mad. Like we need to get angry at diet culture and all of the lies that diets given us, right? To make us believe that we are the problem, that we are the failure when we couldn't stick to a diet. And if you look at the weight loss industry, let me just say that again, the billion dollar industry, (laughs) it wants you to fail, right? It literally wants you to fail. And we need to open up our eyes to see that you're not the problem. The diet is the problem. And if we don't understand how diets are really harming us, it's going to be difficult to ditch the diet mentality, right? Because for the longest time, for for myself personally, I thought I was doing myself like this service. I thought I was doing myself a good deed by stripping away calories and you know, eliminating food groups out of my diet. I thought that was healthy. And don't get me wrong, of of course I'm not preaching, you know, fast food and processed foods, but 
you know, if we don't see the the harmful effects of calorie restriction, yo-yo dieting, restricting, and binge eating, you're not going to want to reject the diet mentality. Why Why should you, right? Why, why would you stop dieting if you're, you know, maybe you haven't seen the consequences yet? For myself, it took me a while. It took me a while um, to really have my metabolism get screwed up. Um, I actually lost my period. I was lethargic all the time. I was hungry all the time. I was a moody little witch all the time, you know, and I now see the issues that it also caused to my hormones. Like my adrenal fatigues were so messed up. My hormones were all over the place. And because I've seen that and felt that and experienced the the shit <laughs> that, you know, dieting um, made me feel, I was a little bit more easily turned away by diet culture. If you if you understand what I'm saying, right, it's going to be really, really hard to ditch the dieting mentality until you understand that number one, diets don't work. And number two, diets are harming you. Right. And like I said, that this can be really tough, especially if in the past, like a specific diet worked for you. Right. Maybe you saw really good results. I know I have. When I was actually counting calories and being in a caloric deficit, um, this is actually right before I was about to go on vacation about, holy moly, probably five years ago. Um, I went on vacation to Dominican Republic with Andrew, my boyfriend at the time, and his family. And I was counting calories and literally my body was shrinking every single week. And, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, yeah, that obviously worked. And yes, it did. But as soon as I ate over my calories and I stopped counting calories, the weight came on so easily, right? And that is what we need to focus on, that diets actually don't work, right? Like we've seen so much proof through ourselves going on diets and seeing other people yo-yo in weight from diets that are just simply not sustainable. Like maybe you have a friend and you, like she's always on the next diet or even a family member or a parent or a neighbor, right? And every single time you see them, you know, they're they're changing in weights. Like, you know, one month they're, you know, down 30 pounds, another month they're up 50 pounds. And it's it's we can see it firsthand. Right? Like, let's be honest, all diets work. <laughs> like they all do. I'm not gonna say they don't work, but look at what happens when you get off the diet, right? So I'm pretty much saying that diets don't work, all right? You just get the point, right? So when we can fully understand that it's not our fault for not being able to stick to the diet or having the weight come back on, sometimes even double after doing a diet, you need to start blaming the system, blaming the diet industry, Okay, and when you do that, it's going to become so much easier to be able to reject the diet mentality because we have the facts. Literally, we know hands down that diets don't work. Okay, in the long run. Okay, we all we all understand that. Um, okay, so let's dive into principle number two. Principle number two is about honoring your hunger, right? And I think honoring your hunger is 
a little bit easier for people than honoring your fullness. At least that's what I hear, right? And I think it was easier for me too. Like I didn't really understand when I was hungry, but I could understand more easily when I was hungry than when I was full, if that makes sense. Um, so this, this whole concept, this whole principle of honoring your hunger is essentially just making sure that you are fed with enough food so that you don't experience this primal drive to want to overeat. Because we all know that feeling of being hangry, right? Like give me all the food right now, right? It's like the hangry feeling, the ravenous feeling, like maybe you haven't eaten in a few hours and you're just so hungry that chicken doesn't sound good. Broccoli doesn't sound good, right? Ice cream sounds good. Chips or chocolate sounds good, right? Now, listening to and honoring your hunger requires you to learn how to trust yourself, right? Trust yourself around food. And that can be hard for some people because maybe you don't even know if you're hungry, right? Or maybe you you just like eat because you're bored, right? And I know for, for me in my past, um, there were so many times that I would eat, even though I, I intellectually knew I wasn't biologically hungry, I still would eat, right? I would still eat. Or sometimes I'd be so full and I would still keep on eating. And it was really hard to know like what true physical hunger felt like, right? It can also be difficult because maybe you've relied on diets or plans to tell you how much you should eat and, you know, what you should eat where you don't even know like how much food is good enough for you, you know, or you don't really understand the difference between a physical hunger cue and an emotional hunger cue. But just like anything, right, like the more times you practice it, of course, the better you're going to get. Right. Like you can't expect yourself to hang on and follow a plan when you're trying to rebuild trust within yourself regarding your hunger, because you still have that control factor when you stay on a diet. Right. Like think about uh, a little kid first learning how to ride a bike. I like sharing this example because I love bike riding. I actually just went for a bike ride today. And I remember the first time when I went a bike and I had training wheels. So I'm going to use this example. But think about a little kid first learning how to ride their bike. At the beginning, of course, they're going to have training wheels, right? Of course. But in order for the child to be able to learn how to ride their bike on their own, eventually the training wheels need to come off, right? Maybe not the first week, maybe not even the first month, but eventually you have to take off the training wheels and learn how to, to ride the bike on your own, right? And let's be honest, it might look freaking messy, right? There might be slips, there might be falls, and it might look messy at first, but it is part of the process. It's part of the process to release control, release the rules, right? And just like listening to your body and listening to your hunger, it might be difficult at first. You might eat more than normal. Or like I said, you might not be sure what your body is trying to tell you because the trust factor has potentially been blocked for so long, right? 
But with time, it's just going to become easier and easier to actually distinguish, hey, I'm actually hungry versus, you know, at eight o'clock at night, you, you know, you're eating something and you're not even hungry. And it's not wrong to eat when you're not hungry. Okay, I want to be very clear with that because I know there are some coaches out there that say you can only eat when you're hungry. And I think that's complete bullshit because there are some times where food just sounds good. You know what I mean? Like food just sounds good, right? Like sometimes a juicy apple sounds really good. Sometimes, you know, a little treat with your coffee just sounds good. You don't have to be hungry, right? But at the same time, you you want to know for the most part, like 99 or like 90% of your day, you should know when you're hungry, right? Like just because um, you are, you have the ability to eat when you're not hungry, right? Like when food just sounds good, you should still know the difference if you're eating when you're hungry versus eating out of boredom, right? Hopefully that makes sense. Um, But I want to share with you three tips to help you to start getting back in tune with your hunger, okay? So number one is to check in with yourself, I say this really often, but you guys like so often we're so caught up in our day-to-day lives, our to-do list, our meetings, the kids, work, blah, 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 that we don't even check in to see like, am I hungry, right? So check in with yourself. Maybe rate your hunger on a scale of one to five, right? So like one is you're starving and five is you're really freaking full, where would you be? Where would you be when you're about to about to eat something? And again, this is not about judging yourself. It's literally just getting curious. And when you have that awareness, you get to understand your body more. Okay. Um, and remember this, you can eat different amounts at different times of the day. And how much you eat can also differ from day to day. Right. So one day you might be starving and maybe you eat a lot more calories and the other day maybe you're not as hungry and that's okay right when you're tracking calories or tracking macros you can't listen to your hunger you can't listen to your body because you're just following the daily amount of calories that you're supposed to eat and I found for myself I would sometimes at the end of the day I wouldn't have any calories left and I was still hungry Or I would be full and I still had so many calories and that just like was a complete mind F. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm still hungry and I technically quote unquote can't eat. And maybe, you know, I was full and I still had calories left and I thought that I had to eat them, right? So just know that your, um, your body can change, your hunger levels can change and that's totally normal. It's totally okay. Okay. Um, the second tip is to check in your, with your emotions. Like, how are you physically and mentally feeling? It was interesting in our Ditch Decay Diets Academy call last week, we were chatting about this, which I mentioned in the first concept, but we go on autopilot mode and we don't even see like where our emotional state is, right? And oftentimes we suppress how we feel and then at the end of the night, when we're fatigued, 
and the stress of the day is at an all-time high, anxiety is at an all-time high, that's when those late night binges come on, right? So it's super important to ask yourself, like, how am I doing physically and mentally and emotionally? You know, did I have a stressful day? How am I feeling? Am I sad? Am I happy? Like, how am I actually feeling? Okay. And then the third tip is to play around with different foods, right? So some foods might make you fuller and some foods might make you hungrier, right? Like fats, a lot of um, fats like oils and nuts and seeds and nut butters are very satiating and oftentimes you feel fuller, right? If you think about eating like a piece of fruit or cereal, which digests in the body really, really quick, it's literally like 30 minutes, you're not going to feel full for a long period of time, right? Like if you just eat, let's say an apple, you're going to probably be hungrier as as opposed to you eating an apple with, let's say, almond butter or an apple with some nuts, right? You're going to feel fuller with different foods, different food combinations, okay? And that's really important. So again, the three ways to honor your hunger, number one, check in before you're about to eat. And you can use a scale of one to five to kind of assess where your hunger is at different times of the day. Um, Number two is to check in with your emotions and see how you're physically and mentally feeling. And then number three, playing around with different foods, Okay, different foods are going to satisfy you differently. Different foods are going to create that satisfaction for you. And some foods might not do it for you. So again, that's just a a tip for you to just tune back into your body and start starting to get to know your body a little bit better. Okay, so that is all for this episode on the first two principles of intuitive eating, ditching the dieting mentality and honoring your hunger. I really hope you enjoyed that. Enjoyed this. I I I love doing these episodes. I love um, just sharing all about intuitive eating and giving you guys all the little nuggets. So in the next episode, I will be discussing principles three and four, um, which is going to be all about making peace with food and challenging the food police. So before then, I would absolutely love for you to let me know how this episode was like how these episodes are going for you so far how it's all landing just kind of give me an update on the ig the instagram i always love hearing from you and that's really how i can make these podcasts even better with feedback of what else you want to hear what else you want to learn about so go ahead and screenshot this episode and tag me on instagram at lorna costa underscore um and i'd love to hear from you but That is all for this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll chat with you soon.